feels like you're eating runny eggs yes it's the science fiction rating system <laughs> and we are back uh we are back with a big one uh are you ready for a big one chris always are you ready for a big one sam i am ready to take your big one great it's the matrix 1999 um it's uh it's a big one because it's a, it was a it was a big film then and mm-hmm. it's still considered a big film now, isn't it? People, have, no, there's not anyone really out there who hasn't heard of The Matrix, I would say. Uh, it's, yeah, it's also, I think, a very big film for people of our age, isn't it? Mm, yes. With the right age for it. It's a, it's a film that was, uh, I'd say it's a film that kind of a lot of films copied afterwards. Would you agree? Yeah. And it, and also it's a film that um, they would say kind of as according to the industry, it changed things technically oh, yeah, within definitely. the industry as well isn't it so yeah it's, a big... it's also a film that was a lot of people's first dvd or at least an early oh. dvd wasn't it mm. like i know i watch this film endlessly when we we're watching this now I, I was surprised how i knew it it's because i had three dvds when i first got my dvd ah. matrix uh world is not enough and i forgot another one because mm. they just weren't any out were they yeah no. oh, fight, i think fight club i think was it oh one? okay yeah yeah well how long until you'd seen? How long before this had you seen the Matrix previous, Chris? I don't know. Probably, no, ten years. Ten years. Oh, okay. A long time. Yeah, I'd say about the same for me. How about you, Sam? Yeah, I think the same. Oh. I, I tried watching it a few years ago, but because of the green issue I mentioned last time, I gave up. But yeah, I think the version I ended up watching this time, I think, had the green. Well, it's very hard to get a non-green one. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, that was. I mean, the. Plot-wise, I'm not going to say an overview of the plot, but actually that was my first question was, how green was your Matrix? Because <laughs> mine was quite green. Especially mine, I found my version, which was a Blu-ray version, the beginning was really green, and then either my yeah. eyes got used to it or they toned it down from then on. But So I think that I, I've got a feeling that they do actually tone it down for the film because obviously I've got the 4K one and it's hard to... Mm. Um, watch that side by side with the the rip but um i did the last shot of it the, the last one uh you know he flies off yeah. spoilers and it looked very similar so i think that, uh. that maybe as the film goes on they get rid of the green but the start it is so green isn't it it's yeah. ridiculous you can see what they yeah i mean I, I from what i can gather it's every home release after the dvd isn't it up until the 4k had this green and all the streaming versions do as well if you buy it off itunes or whatever mm. it's ridiculous and it's but. something they added in afterwards is that did you say or yeah, the, the DVD has got the original version. It's not got that. Mm. It's when they made, they re, did it, read it for Blu-ray. That's when they added this green. And I think it's something to do with the fact that Reloaded and Revolutions have that green grading. Yeah, it did. It was horrible. Yeah, yeah. So they try to make it look more like that. And it's only with the 4K release that came out this year that they've finally realised we should drop that and gone yeah. back to the original print, which does look a lot better. It looks, to be honest, the 4K looks incredible. It looks really good. Okay. Well, it's quite. I think that's quite naughty of the Wachowski uh, brothers uh, team. Sisters, whatever we would call them. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't find if it was necessarily them who'd done it either. I couldn't really? find any sort of... If it was... I mean, you've got to be, hasn't it? You can't imagine they'd regrade a film without the director's no. consent, would you? No, and if you, like no. you said, if it's to do with the fact that they did it in the next two, uh, then yeah, they kind yeah. of us have gone backwards and gone, oh, we better do it in this one as yeah. well. Um, anyway. Well, we start The Matrix, uh, part one, 
which I've named Smith versus Trinity or Phone versus Truck. Um, and it's kind <laughs> of like, it's a good action opening, isn't it? It's like, yeah. you're kind of straight in there. You've got Trinity, who's kind of quite an iconic character, played by uh, Carrie Ann Moss, who this was her big break, uh, this was, she said. Um, hmm. She hadn't really done, as you could, as you said before, you couldn't really think of anything else she was in, could you, Sam? No, no. She's in Memento. Do you remember in that? Not really, no. Oh, there you go, yeah. Um, and it starts out where it's, it's, it doesn't really, there's not much of a setup. We just have this this lone figure on a, on a phone. There's some weird voiceover. We don't really know what's going on. And then suddenly all these police turn up and this weird kind of, uh, these weird agents, um, this kind of FBI agent looking characters. The the main one, Agent Smith, played by, uh, oh God, what's this? Okay. Hugo Weaving. Thank you. Hugo Weaving. I have problems with his surname. Um and it's pretty much just a whole big load of a big fight scene, isn't it? It's a big old massive fight scene. What do we all think of this as an opening? Strong. It's good, Great. isn't it? It's strong, yeah, isn't you, it? You get a vibe for what the action's going to be like. Yeah. Um, I think Karen Moss it, it acts this wonderfully as well. You know mm. this scene where, like the end of the chase, where she jumps through the window, rolls down the stairs and lands and puts mm. her guns up, back up. Yeah. Yeah, there's so much like she conveys in her face there. Just mm. like she's going, get up, get up, get up. It's yeah. fantastic. No, it's... like I felt like tense even watching it now. No, there no, were some good me, games know. out at this period, wasn't there? Which had this sort of stuff as well. Wasn't yes, there? yes. There's a kind of a Lara Croft vibe to her whole the kind of movement with the double guns. And but stuff. there was like a Max, Max Payne. Payne. Yeah, yeah. Well, that that came after this. That that's one of the things that Matrix mm. spawned. Yeah. And they had like a big game when they brought out the sequels, didn't they? Uh, yeah. A Matrix game, yeah. Um, in, in, enter, enter the Matrix, yeah. Was it? Yeah. It's yeah. Fucking awful. Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> um, Funny though, but it's yeah. yeah it's, I think I agree. It's a very strong opening. It's all action. There's some pretty cool shots. There's the shot most people remember is her jumping up in the air and then it kind of spinning around as she does that kind of cool crane kick thing. And it's just like yeah, it's a lot going on. There's a lot of action. You're kind of getting the feeling that there's goodies, baddies. You're not really sure who anyone is or what they're doing but i think it's good to have that kind of action at the beginning because mm. there's a kind of a slowdown after that but it's not as noticeable because you've had this quite good kind of good opening i think a punchy opening do you remember as well that the marketing campaign was like what is the matrix.com and all that and then mm. it, it was you weren't really sure what was going on were you anything i remember no. very, i remember like that whole thing of like because it's, it's like very early internet. It was kind of like you sort of knew that it was this fake world, but you didn't really know what. There wasn't the whole like media blowout you get nowadays. No. So, mm. I imagine watching this then was even more effective because mm. it was like, what is going on? What is this world? You know? What? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. No, definitely, and yeah, definitely. And we move from this uh, to part two, which is the hunt for Neo, and we're then introduced via again. We have the kind of zoom of the kind of scrolling text, and we have uh, Keanu Reeves waking up, looking confused. Which is a mm. thing that I believe I wrote this down. I think it happens seven times in this film that Keanu <laughs> Reeves wakes up. It's kind of an odd thing that they keep repeating, but I'm pretty sure it's yeah seven times. Um, well, it's the whole what's his name in the cave, isn't it? That's the oh, is you know, it? waking up from uh, Plato, oh, waking up from the dream of reality, and yeah. all that sort of stuff. That's what they. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's got some. There's some messages on his screen that say uh, the Matrix has you follow the right rabbit and then it says knock 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 and then there's a knock on neo's door and uh kind of plot wise we establish that neo is uh he's a hacker he's into some shady stuff uh he 
does. I don't really, don't really say what they've done for these this gang, do they? I mean, it's not really. No, it's a bit wishy washy. Yeah, it's that standard sort of computers. It's compute. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hacking. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit. Yeah, isn't, it, isn't he? Isn't he selling the mescaline? No. They say that, but what is that a real thing? No, he's got a disc though, isn't he? He's giving them a disc in the book. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, because the no, guy it, says, "Oh, well, it's, it's referred to though at that in that conversation." Yeah. I think he's hack. Yeah. He's done anyway. He's uh, giving them a disc, so it's like a burnt copy of like some video game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just pirated something. Yeah, yeah. it's it's, uh... it's Command and Conquer Red Alert too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. it. Um, oh, them days where you could just shove it in a uh, CD yeah. copy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Neo's kind of bummed. He doesn't look very happy. They ask the, the gangsters ask him to go out, and he's not going to do it until he notices. Dun dun dun. On the arm of the gangster, the kind of shady guy's girlfriend, is a white rabbit. So he decides to throw caution to the wind, follow them to a very 90s club, uh, which they're playing kind of some kind of heavy metal, and then it cuts into... Well, it's prodigy, like thrashy, it? shitty, electro, yeah. metal. Yeah, and then it goes this, into this that like, prodigy track of, of all, that I quite like. But Of all the scenes to take inspiration from from the sequel, this is the one you'd say no, but basically this is the setup for like, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. half of Reloaded, isn't it? This awful yeah, rain. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's, it's not a Berlin a club, isn't it? That, that place. Oh, is it? Oh, well, I don't know. Mm. Yeah. What's it called, sorry? The Berlin Club, a club in Berlin. That. Oh, is it, no. is it Bergain? I think so. Oh, right. Mm. Big factory thing. Mm. And, yeah, yeah. Um, And here is where Neo meets uh, Trinity, who I quite like that line, I'd forgotten it, where he says, oh, I thought you you were a guy. And she said, oh, men always think that. I thought it was quite a good line. Yeah. Yeah, I quite like that. Um, She's, although she is dressed in pretty much S&M gear, isn't she? Uh, For some reason. I don't know why. Um, Well, that's like their vibe, isn't it? Yeah. Again, that's the kind of thing where... Yeah. It dates it, um, but also when, with the sequels in mind, you mm. know that's just what they're into, isn't it? That's their thing, isn't it? This yeah. happened like at quite a key moment, like for us, in the sense of we were we're in that teenage sort of. Where how old would we have been when this came out? Fourteen. Yeah, but it's that sort of angsty. Oh, the world yeah. is well. A, oh yeah, a, yeah, you know, definitely a weird yeah. play, like a gangsters sort of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, and I mean... Uh, we def- knew a lot of people who used to dress in this sort of crap as well. Yeah. Totally, yeah. yeah. I mean, I would say... I mean, yeah, I mean, Neo as a character, he, I mean, it's kind of... It's complete wish fulfilment, isn't it? Because he's this mm. he's this kind of... Uh, you know, w- when we see him as Neo, he's this outsider. In the next scene after this, we see, that he, he, you know, see him in a suit. He's got a boring mm. job in... Uh, Meta Cortex, a software company, he's getting bossed around by his kind of dickhead boss. You know, it's it's and it is this dream, yeah, this kind of wish fulfillment that we're we all we're all outsiders and we know there's something wrong and yeah. we're just waiting for someone to come and tell us that you know yeah. we were right we'll all along. Kill myself and I'll wake up in the real world. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, maybe, maybe, but um, yeah, yeah, maybe, uh, but it is, just, yeah, it's kind of I think you're bang on there, Chris. It's like pretty much yeah, real wish fulfillment fantasy for a lot of the audience that watch this, that kind of teen teen audience. Mm. Um, mm. Do you know? Is, did you know the, the see that is, is the company's called Metacortex? I tried to read the font, but it was too yeah, difficult well, to read. It's like yeah, it's Metacortex, as in Meta, which Webster's defines as going beyond or higher, mm-hmm. and then Cortex, which is the outer layer of grey matter surrounding the brain. 
So there you mm. go, little, uh, you know. What do you think he does at his job? Well, they Sof- make software. Software programming. I think it's supposed software. to be like Microsoft, but it's such an uncreative environment where his yeah. office is. It's ridiculous. And his yeah. computer is such a piece of shit, and he's there in his suit. <laughs> like, And it's like, yeah. are these re- is this really like the equivalent of Apple or Microsoft? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. You know what's weird as well? That's a made-up company, but out his window is Macquarie Bank. Oh. There's a big Macquarie Bank built, like, which is real. Oh, okay, that's a bit yeah, it's real. Right? How did they let was get it, away was with it that? filmed in Australia? Yes, yeah. Oh, that makes sense then. Yeah, that, yeah, because that's Sydney, isn't it? Macquarie Bank. Yeah. Yes, filmed in Australia using a lot of the sets from Dark City. Actually, it's Macquarie, isn't it? Oh, I've is been it? to Port Macquarie. You say Macquarie? Uh, yeah, sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Don't offend the Australians, please. No, no. Um, no. Uh, this, to be, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. In this next scene, Neo gets a package, and he has a phone in a package, and. I, I I love those phones so much. That flip. What were that, they then? Nokia. It's a, Nokia. It's a it's a Nokia Stiletto. Uh, Stiletto. In fact, I wrote it down. Uh, it's the nicknamed banana phone. Eighty one ten. Eighty one ten. Thank you. Uh, Did you have one, Alex? Did you have one of those? I well, I tell you this. I when I worked for Universal, I was I in charge. Well, I was in charge of the Vodafone contract. And I used to get upgrades for all the top people and they would give me their old phones. And at one point I did have one of these because oh, wow. someone was getting rid of one. And I would just ring Vodafone and say, oh, can you just wipe it? And then I would just keep it for my own phone. Uh, and was there a, bu- a button on the side that you pressed that yeah, made it slot out like yeah. that? Oh, oh it that was, is brilliant. It was brilliant. It broke really quickly, though. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, in fact, actually, that spring-loaded thing isn't in that version. They actually put it in the next version or something. They did it for the film. Uh, but then they kind of carry. Then they actually put it in uh, real. Um, but weirdly, at this point in the film, Neo gets a phone call. It's Morpheus seventy one ten, which had the yes, spring. yes. There you go. See, uh, Neo gets a phone call. It's Morpheus on the line, Lawrence Fishburne, and he says, "Oh, that's it. You, you know, they're coming for you. The agents are coming for you. You have to get out." And he guides him through, doesn't he? And he's in that room, and and there's this, that is that great bit where he says, "You've got two choices. You're either going out with the agents, or you're going to climb to the roof." of the thing and you see Keanu get out and it's all like you see the drop and all that and in your head you're like oh yeah he's gonna do it and then it just cuts and he's just being taken out in the car and I really think gonna... what's the plan there was he supposed to get onto the gantry or something what was the yeah climb up I guess and go onto the, the roof of the building isn't it right but to like to what end though was Morpheus up there with a helicopter or something maybe but I yeah. think this is a brilliant scene because I think there's several times within the Matrix they they kind of show Neo as a bit of fallible, kind of a bit of an idiot. He's mm, he's yeah. a normal person, you know. They go mm. on and on about him being the one, but in fact, mm. there's quite a few moments where he actually fails or looks a bit of a fool. And I think that's one of the things that saves this film as a whole because mm. you don't have this kind of indestructible character that you do in a lot of later films where they're just mm. oh, they're the hero. There's no chance. There's no danger. Sam said before, I can't more film we were watching when you said that, but there's no danger, there's no peril. With I think with this, even in that first early scene, you kind of get the idea that he is a bit of a like he is an everyman, don't you think? Yeah. And he's very reluctant, isn't mm. he, as well? Yeah. Which when when you are like basically making him a Christ figure, you've kind of got to make him and everyone else doubt him, haven't you? Because mm. it is such a ridiculous sort of idea, which you know at the back of your mind you know he is the one. Yeah. Because Otherwise, you've got no film. So to to create suspense, you've got to keep reinforcing that maybe he isn't, haven't you? Otherwise, yeah. it doesn't work. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's such a... Yeah. What do we think of Keanu's performance in general? 
Uh, it's hard to talk about Keanu Reeves as an actor. I think he's a <laughs> yeah. I think his performance is sustain. It sustains itself. I mean, you're there. I don't have any problem with it. Mm-hmm. It's not. I, that's probably why he was cast, and that's probably why it's so good in the sense mm. that he. He yeah. never came over as like a leading man movie star sort of yeah. persona, did he? Mm. No, I, I'm I with agree. you on this. I agree with yeah, that. He, yeah, he kind of bumbles his way through it in a weird way. But it's, I think he's like, he's in a really good way. Cast him because yeah. they surround him as well by such like strong bit part players like Lawrence Fishburne, Karen yeah. Moss, uh, Joe, whatever his name is, Pantio. Yeah. I can't let's yeah. his name. Mm. They're all such a, a good presence that are kind of like keeping him afloat, aren't they? Mm. And. That's why he's the perfect role for it because you don't want someone with too much. And apparently, it's a lovely, lovely man. Oh yes, everyone says yeah. that. Yeah. Do you know that Will Smith was approached to play Neo? I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. And he, he turned it down to star in Wild Wild West, so that was stupid. Uh, yeah, he, can you imagine how awful that film would be with Will Smith <laughs> in that role? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be. This would be a terrible film with Will Smith in it. He later admitted he was not mature enough as an actor. Uh, and yeah, if he, no shit. given the role, he would have messed it up, and he has no regrets. So that's good. But it would have been awful with Will Smith. There'd have been a lot of like cockiness that Neo does not need cockiness. In it's fact, kind of like the beginning is kind of like Men in Black in the way you know, in the sort of yeah, I could, yeah. No, you're right with the that. Yeah. explanation of the world and where he, you know, he figures mm. out the world. Yeah, yeah. It's mm. that. It, there's a lot going on there in a similar sort of way. Yeah. Well, we're in, but also that's also why Connery's is good because you've got like half an hour of Lance Fishburne just like ranting exposition at Keanu, <laughs> haven't you? And yeah. he like fulfills our role of like just going like whoa and stood there and like oh yeah shit this is this is a lot to take in, isn't it? Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. He's kind of um, he's a cipher in that way, in a good way, in a kind Definitely, of yeah, yeah. Well, we're in part three, which I've called, uh, which I say contains scenes of extreme belly button abuse. Um, uh, yeah. So Agent gross. Smith uh, has Neo. And at this point, you know, you're kind of still not sure whether it's just a it is a government thing. Whether right there's use of practical effects, very good. Yes. Yeah. Do you mean the mouth bit? All of it, like the belly button, the mouth. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Well, yeah. So if people don't remember, Agent Smith kind of interrogates him. You know, he's kind of you know again, it's a bit vague about what's really going on. But then suddenly, not only does Neo's mouth seal up, which is it a gets horrible. Weird. Yeah, then this weird kind of... He gets this metal thing, which then turns into an insect, and he burrows its way into his belly button, which mm. is just horrible. It's just horrible, Now, in, in the rest of the films, there's no other instance where, like, something like that, which is kind of... It has the same appearance as the as the machines yeah. in the real world mm. yeah. exists in The Matrix, is there? Yeah, why, why is that? Because, really, if they wanted to, like like fucking lay down some shit in the in the matrix world mm. why don't they just have like why do they have to be in the form of a an agent or a mm. or yeah, law yeah. enforcement why don't they just have some fucking wacky like giant robots yeah or something yeah no he's, yeah like um, yeah. i know they've got to kind of keep everyone in a real world you know like who whoever might see it that might cause a break up in the social structure of what the matrix is. Mm. But yeah, I guess that sort of explains don't, it. But yeah, yeah cause uh, don't they mention in one of the sequels, or it might be the animatrix that if someone sees something weird, they basically kill them. 
they retire them. Yeah. You can't risk someone yeah. seeing anything yeah. weird. I guess so it's I guess just behind it was, closed doors, isn't it? But mm. That's it, yeah. If it's on yeah. a big scale, um, you'd, have to, you'd they'd threaten their food source, wouldn't they? I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Well, Neo's been bugged, quite literally. Um, and he wakes up in his house, but don't worry, the goodies come and they get him and then they use this thing to pull the bug out of his stomach again. So that's get a good more scene that. as well. Yeah, in the car. Yeah, yeah that's really good. Uh, and the whole thing is that they, these guys are taking Neo to see Morpheus uh, uh, in it's all shot thing. so like confidently, isn't it? Mm. Like the mm. looks that brilliant. shot in, in the car and things like that. It look, yeah, it's fantastic the way it's... rain and the that them yeah. cars are wicked, aren't they? They with the shot with the, what they called suicide doors. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, And uh, um, we get to the house and see Lawrence Fishburne. It's, it's another iconic kind of. There's a lot of good costumes in this film, I would say as well. He's got that great the mm. look of Lawrence Fishburne in this is great. Do you know that uh, and the room as well, like the, the, mm. the, you know the, the old chair, shabby things like chic. that. And how, yeah. yeah, it's brilliant. It, it looks probably incredible. the first time yeah. we saw shabby chic. <laughs> Perhaps, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know that uh, Russell Crowe turned down the role of Morpheus? Uh, he said, wow. "He said I just didn't get it. I couldn't get past page forty-two. <laughs> the world, the world was just not interesting to me." He said. So yeah, that's why Russell Crowe isn't Morpheus. There's um, an alternate timeline somewhere with yeah. Russell Crowe and Will Smith in the Matrix, yeah. which I do not want to go to. No, I don't know. I'd like to see that. What a terrible thing! <laughs> so we're at part four, pill popping, and it's the it's a kind of a famous. This is kind of the famous. Lot people remember this. Thing so how many well. people in in real life like? Had like ended up killing themselves thinking they were going to the Matrix. Well, they were or taking a bit of red Matrix. pill. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you said uh, you said earlier about how uh, mainly Keanu just says, you know, just listens to things. Uh, mm. There's a fact here. It says in the first 45 minutes of the film, Neo has 80 lines. 44 of these lines are questions. Just over half of his total dialogue, <laughs> averaging at roughly one question per minute. <laughs> <laughs> So you're right, it really is just asking what the fuck is going on. Um, the thing and- is with the script, a lot of the questions are answered with questions. Yes. But not frustratingly in this film. I think there's quite... Uh, like- no, it gets to the second and third one. Yes, it's fucking exactly. annoying. Yeah. 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 Because- the good thing about this one is that they're showing you so much. It yeah. doesn't matter, does yeah. it? That they're- yeah. Yeah. And I mean, for anyone who didn't know, at this point, Morpheus reveals that every human is born into bondage. We're all enslaved in this world and we need to... You can't be told about it. You have to take a red or a blue pill and see it for yourself. Um, and Keanu picks the... Which one is it? It's the one that gets you out. Um, red. The red. But red my question to everyone is, which one would you pick? Because I'd probably mm. pick the blue and go back to my docile life. I'm not life like Neon, maybe. I, yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I'm not, com- I'm not the kind of guy who would have survived in the, in the Nebison. Yeah, I think if... If I'd seen The Matrix and knew what the real world was like, I'd take the blue pill. Yeah. But if I didn't know what, you know, if yeah. it was, if I thought, oh, it might be cool, I'd take the red one. But then mm. I don't think if you knew they were like living in like this awful ship, being yeah. chased around by big octopuses, anyone would go out, wouldn't they? No, really? no. Um, yeah, okay. Well, he does take the pill and he has that weird liquid crawls all over him. And, and that fantastic sound effect when it, the camera goes down his throat. And yeah. Like, the scream goes with digital and that turns to like a yes. modem noise. Yeah. yeah. It's going into a rest. Lock, I got him. Now take now. Yeah. Fantastic sound. Yes. Which reminded me of the end of do you remember when we did uh, those recorded those songs in Canada in McGill yeah, Street um, and you did that? Take on, on me. Take on me. Yeah, yeah as us yeah. <laughs> 
quite reminiscent stretch, of that. I've stretched the last uh, <laughs> note. What was it? Take on me. Yeah. We'll be gone. I stretched that for about a minute and a half, yeah. was it, I think? It was the most horrific noise ever. Yeah, ever the made. creaky yeah. gate sound. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the next thing we know, it's part five, which is Welcome to the Real World. And you get that great scene, which... Um, Keanu lost 50, 15 pounds for mm. where he's kind of born in that tube, that tube thing, that whole kind of rebirth scene. What do you think of that? I, I mean, I great. It really, I was yeah. way better than I remembered. I thought it looked amazing. The whole design whole of yeah. like what the machines are, like the yeah. insectoid sort of, they're not just insect insectoids. They're mm. like, it's like marine. Uh, yeah. You know, like, yeah. like shrimps or yeah. 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 It's, it's really cool. It's great. Again, like shot so well, like the mm. way it's close on him and like I got shivers when it pulls back and you know, you see them all on the on the mm. all the different bodies on these big long poles yeah. and stuff. Even like now, mm. like I've watched it a million times, I was like, Oh god, it's, it's such a fantastic reveal, isn't it? It's mm. really good. It's well a done. really good reveal. And it must have been like like you said, that was at the time they didn't really I don't remember spoilers or anything like that. It, I must have not really known that that was where it was going, or exactly? Oh, totally. Yeah. What you no, were no, going to see? They didn't show any of that sort of stuff, did they? In, in the marketing material, no. It was all the in matrix like fighting stuff. You didn't see any of this outside. Today, today they just wouldn't be able to hold their shit like they do. No, back no, 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 no. Well, he, he wakes up and he spends quite a long time being rebuilt because all of his muscles. He wouldn't be able to. Well, you know when he like and... gets a, you know gets sucked through the pipe and oh, then yeah. like put into the trash. Yeah, like mm. that would just break every bone in his body. <laughs> Yeah, because they yeah. said right, he's never used his arms or legs. No. He'd be like, you know, when Jelly. astronauts, they, you know, yeah. their bones just yeah turn to mush. Like when he flies out of that tube, he'd just be dead. Yeah, he'd be a mess. Yeah, no, you're right. He would be. Yeah, he's yeah. not. That's dead. the that's the only like scientific <laughs> issue I've got with the whole film, though. And it's right. and you can you could probably explain away. So yeah, I, I don't have an explanation for that one. Sorry. Uh, maybe it was those he's all pants, pants he was wearing. Yeah, you know those little pants, the inflatable pants. They well, I just think maybe they he did have break every bone in his body, but they just fixed him. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it could be that. That'll, that'll do. Yeah, <laughs> um, he's on a hover kind of hovercrafty spaceship thing, isn't he? The Nebuchadnezzar. I love, I love that that just that stuff as well. It looks it's really a good cool. ship. It's a well designed yeah, ship with isn't them it? like pads. They're yeah. wicked. And it's uh, it's not nineteen ninety nine as he thought. It's twenty one ninety nine. Uh, mm. Although they can't be sure, they say so it could not mm. be. And he gets to meet the crew. Uh, yeah. Do we remember the names of the crew? Because it's uh, Cipher, yeah, or it's a Cipher, Tank, Switch, Mouse, Switch, Switch, yep. Apoc, yep. Uh, Who's the big one? Oh, um, Dozer, uh, Dozer, Dozer, Dozer. Yeah. Right. Dozer. So my question to you is: What would your name be uh, in this world? Because they've obviously all their hacker names, aren't they? They've all picked new names because they've not got yeah, the right. name. So I've put that I'd either be uh, malware, uh, busy <laughs> signal, or Bluetooth. I think Bluetooth is quite a good one. What would you be? Uh, Sam kind of has hacker names. He's always had hacker names. Oh, you could, yeah, you could be Wheel the Robot. Well, Dis- Disco Box was my uh, yeah Disco of Box of the era. Yeah, oh, I was. Yeah. It's a it's a Beck. Uh, secret track that yeah. was my name of the time that's yeah. quite good what would you have schluck I've been called schluck, schluck. as well that's schluck. a good one yeah. What, yeah what would you have Chris I don't know I've did my my mind doesn't work in that way yeah. <laughs> just think of a computer word um mainframe oh mainframe yeah that's a good yeah. one yeah okay <laughs> uh, uh cat five cable 
Delete cache. Oh, delete internet history. Remove cache. Yeah, that's good. Um, but you kind of this is the section where you've got quite a lot of again. It, it's, I'd say this film is very well paced because this you've got now a whole big. I mean, it's very graphic, and we. Uh, we're getting a lot of explanation here as to what's I love happened. how it explains the world, though, like yes. how it shows it shows some more of them fields of like yeah. the. It's quite yeah. um, T two, isn't it? I thought. It well, me this quite is a, a post internet T two, isn't it? Mm. Mm. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's so like bleak as well, isn't it? Like you really yeah. buy how bleak it is. Yeah. Right? yeah oh god, really... it's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. So we're all batteries, basically, for the computers. The AI. That, that's a scientific thing. That doesn't make sense. Oh, okay. Doesn't it? Well, no. you know, if the calories they have to put into a bit, you know, an animal to yeah. get heat out, oh, okay. by rec- definition, would be less than what you put in. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's 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 it's, it's all it's all kind of you you see it all. It's all beautifully done, but it's all yeah, like Sam says, it's all mm. horrifically depressing. Um, and it, it have you um just an aside here mm. of uh, like have you read about the advances in AI recently and the road no. to Super intelligence. No, it's scary. I know that. Is it going to scare yeah. us? Yeah. I, I mean, there's a there's a huge article I read about it uh, by Tim Urban, mm. and yeah. and basically like this is kind of inevitability. Oh, like what? what is not that we're batteries, but that that you know that the computers will know more than us probably within forty years, oh. and that because they'll know more, we won't even understand how to comprehend what they are. Oh, yeah, God. what they're doing because we our brains have got limits that they won't have. Oh God, it's, it's, it's it was terrifying. A, it's got a name when they get to a point where they the sing, can singularity self, that is. self-replicate. Yeah. yeah, singularity that will be. But um, yeah, like it's just about how <clears throat> a lot of estimations that it was a long time in the future, but because of obviously like the exponential growth, this kind of thing. Yeah, mm. once you t- p- pass the point, it's literally like days rather than years that it becomes something mm. we can't stop because it's exponentially sawing itself out. So yeah. Yeah, be be scared. <laughs> this could be our future. It's also enough to worry about. Yeah, <laughs> it could have already happened, right? But it's kind of keeping itself under the radar. Mm. Yeah, We're I'll, uh, I'll link to this article because I went to like this uh, big. I was filming at like this big powwow of like tech people, and it had like the guy from Google. It had the guy who started up LinkedIn and Facebook, and there were like some Uber people here, mm. like yeah. The, yeah and all they wanted to ask the google guy when he did his talk like was what the fuck is going on with ai what are they doing <laughs> yeah like and these were like i was sat next to fucking uh peter gabriel oh like wow. there was mental people there <laughs> like and what is going on with ai can you tell us did google tell you well they you know they put everyone's mind at oh, ease okay. they try to but it's just yeah. total bullshit okay like the 100 best AI experts in the world at mm. a conference um, were asked, when do you think you know AI supersedes human yeah. uh, capabilities? Uh, 10% said 2022, 50% Ooh. said 2040, and 90% said 2075. Wow. Okay. So, you know, and, that, and then they think they're being, like, overly cautious about that as well. Mm. So... But defined like take over human capability. It doesn't have to overtake human capabilities. It just has to have the ability to defend itself, and uh, you know that it has to have basic rules and yeah. the I ability. This is, mm. <clears throat> this is the point where we are no longer 
mentally capable of stopping it. Like in terms of, mm. you know, it's operating on a level where we cannot comprehend what it's doing. So it shows us some sort of maths or whatever. It won't mm. be that where we literally couldn't work out how to stop it yeah. because we haven't got the mental capacity to do it. Yeah. God. It probably only need like the IQ of a dog <laughs> and the, you know, because everything's yeah. so networked and yeah. it only have to have self-preservation and some of the basic rules. Yeah. Mm. It's terrifying. Yeah. Well, luckily, but, the Matrix uh, at this point knows that you're... <laughs> the film itself knows you're a bit worried about this, and it knows you've kind of got a bit like, oh, man, there's a lot of talking, and we get to part six, which is the famous line, I know Kung Fu, or if I've, as I've called it, a very long training montage made very interesting. Um, hmm. And at this point, they kind of reveal that... Uh, so the Matrix, you can kind of... You can have stuff uploaded, because we're all, we're all plugged in, so we can have stuff uploaded into us. So we can literally learn anything very quickly. Um, so you get this great thing where they kind of like get Neo, don't they? And they start like running all these like training simulations in him. So he learns all these cool Kung Fu moves. And then Morpheus goes in there and they have this brilliant fight scene, which is, I still looked really good. They both look really good yeah. in it. It's really well shot as well. It's all very standoff. It's not quick cuts. It's not... You know, it's nice long shots where you see. And again, it's all moves. filmed and practical, isn't it? Yeah. Like they've just got 100 cameras around them. Yeah. That's why it still looks good, doesn't it? Rather yeah. than some CG guy jumping up in the air. Like their movements, think about how like Marvel superheroes jump and stuff mm. like that. That still doesn't look right, does it? No. The way they no. kind of leap it's off the glass. Like, like, no, I mean. There's a weight to this, isn't there, that's not there in that kind of thing? Because all the, all the stunts was the uh, the legendary Hong Kong guy, the Wu Ping Yen, yeah. uh, who did a lot of the kind of. And he's the kind of guy that the kind of wire work stuff. But. Um, he read the script and he liked it, but he didn't really want to do it, the film. So first he asked for loads of money and they said, yeah, that's fine. And then he said, I'll only do it if I have complete control of the fights. Uh, and then they were like, and I, and I get to train everyone for four months. And they said, yeah, to that too. So he just got... That backfired. To, yeah, so it completely backfired. So I don't <laughs> yeah. know if he really Shit. didn't want to do it. And that's and then he just kind of... Yeah. But he was a bit polite. But um, And a house made of gold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but all this, I think, is... I think, again, like I said, I think the, the pacing is perfect because this is exactly what you need at this point. You need some just some action. You need some cool... To see some cool stuff. You need some fighting. You know, it, but you're still learning. It's still... They're still dropping in quite a lot of cool things about The Matrix, aren't they? Um, yeah, and I think it's funny though they do drop in the one thing I think is a bit of the weird thing is when Morpheus does that big speech about all the people in the Matrix like us basically are normal people but because they don't know the truth they're the baddies as well mm. do you know what I mean so he does this speech doesn't he where basically he says that it's alright to kill a load of people in the Matrix even though you're just killing people who are in tanks over there because kind well, of they're culpable for it. Well, it's it. like the Borg, isn't it? Yeah. Why they're all part of the system. Yeah. They. They're... Yeah. It just feels like they have to have this in here. I don't think they ever endorsed killing mm, normal not... people. No, they don't, don't in... they don't. They don't in any of the films. No, it's not that. It's just. No, it's, the... it's kind of the There's excuse, that bit with the... isn't it? Yeah. There's that bit with the red, the girl in red dress, yeah. isn't there? Yeah. And that's like, the anyone bit. Could yeah. Could be anyone. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's just this kind of a bit of an excuse for the. If later on, when there's a huge action scene and he's dispatching all these police, <laughs> yes, you're gonna, you're not going to be like, oh, but hold on, that could be me because I'm just in a tank in the Matrix and it's not my fault I was made to be a policeman or... Uh, yeah. yeah. But anyway, at this point, would you like a quiz? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I've got I've got a quiz. Um, so it's called it's called Reeves Fishburne or Weaving or Weaving, right? So I've got characters played by Keanu Reeves, Lawrence Fishburne, or Hugo Weaving. Mm. So I'll say the character's name, and you have to guess which actor. And if you can get the film, you get a bonus point. Sorry, what were the three again? Keanu. Hugo Weaving. Yeah. Oh, easy. Yeah, so those three. So the main guys. So who wants to to go first? Chris can go first. Chris. Okay, Chris. So, uh, Furious Styles. Is that Reeves, Fishburne, or Weaving? Uh, Reeves. Oh, it's Lawrence. Is it Lawrence Fishburne? It's Lawrence Fishburne. Is it that? um... It's Boys in the Hood. All right, I'm going to give one to. uh, I give one to to for Sam now. Kai. Who? Kai. Kai. Yeah, K A I. Um, Charlie Reeves. It is Reeves. You know him what? No. 47 Ronin. Do you remember that? Oh. Okay. Yeah, vaguely. Okay. Uh, Bill Smoke. Is this for Chris? Is that uh, Reeves, Fishburne, or Hugo? Uh, weaving. It is. Do you know him what? Is it Western? No, it's not. Sam, do you recognise that name? I think you've seen the I film. Do you recognise it, yeah. Or the read the book, um, maybe? I'm not going to give you the... Oh, it, yeah, it's um, it's the David Mitchell Cloud Atlas. Yes, I'm not going to give you a bonus. Yeah. Uh, right. Dr. Ellis Cheever. Dr. Ellis Cheever? Hmm. Is that Reeves, Fishburne, or... Let's go Keanu Reeves again. It's Lawrence. It's Lawrence Fishburne in Contagion, 2011. Um, uh, oh, okay. Hopefully Chris will get this one. We'll see, though. Bob Arcter. Um, Reeves. It is Reeves. Can you remember him what? We've no, seen this film. Guess. We've reviewed it. Oh. Um, what was no. his name? Bob Arcter? Arctor. Bob Arctor. Arctor. Come on, Sam no, must remember this as well. No, no one remember. It's from it's him in yeah. Scanner Darkly. Uh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was that bad. Uh, yeah. Okay, uh, Sam Noah the Elder. Noah the Elder. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, yeah. Ah, it's not. It's it's Hugo in Happy Feet. <laughs> the thing about penguins. <laughs> Uh, right. <laughs> okay, uh, we'll do we'll do kind of. Uh, and we've got one. Sam's got. Oh, it's it's even Stevens at the moment. Okay, uh, Jack Traven. This is for Chris. Jack Traven. Jack Traven. Jack Traven. Jack Traven. I'd say Keanu. It is. Do you know him what? Nope. Speed. That's his character in Speed. Is it? Yeah, so yeah, it's funny, isn't it? That's why I was shocked by that, because I never remembered his name in that. Anyway, uh, okay, Sam, Noland. 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 Um, it's tough, isn't it? This is. Mm. Um, Lawrence Fishburne. It is Lawrence Fishburne. Do you know him what, though? Um, it's Apocalypse Now? It's in Predators. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's his character from Predators. Oh, right. Okay, right, one more each. So, uh, Chris. Uh, Ch- Chevalier Danceny. 
I'd say weaving. It's not. It's Reeves. It's Reeves in Dangerous Liaisons, which is a film that everyone would forget he's in. Okay, so this is the last one for Sam, and if he gets this, he's won the game. Uh, I'm trying to find a hard one. Uh, Hmm. Theodore Brazel. Keanu Reeves. No, it's Lawrence Fishburne in Mission Impossible 3. Oh, I thought it was Bill and Ted. No. Yeah, you were getting thrown there. Yeah. Uh, he, he scammed me. It's a draw. We'll leave it at that you, as a draw. You didn't You didn't go for Johnny Mnemonic? I didn't have Johnny Mnemonic. Uh, no. It'd be easy, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah. I, I think <laughs> the only one I had that I thought might be that might be easy, but for, for Sam, would be Johann Schmidt. Would you have known that? Johann Schmidt? Mm. Recognise a name. No, I don't oh, know. Oh, that's, that's the Red Skull in Captain America, which was huge. Oh, uh, right, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, there you go. It was a draw, so we can move on. So that's a good draw. There's nothing wrong with a draw. Um, no. Back in the Matrix, uh, we have a reveal. Uh, so first, it's part seven, which is Ignorance is Bliss. So first we get the whole thing of the squiddies, as Chris mentioned before, the kind of weird... Um, they're kind of sentries, aren't they, that attack the ships in the in the real world. Yeah. They're aquatic as well, aren't they? Yeah. Everything's yeah. like aquatic, I think. No, but like you say, it's this good mix of kind of insect and uh, kind of fish. And uh, they have an EMP it's on the... It's not a fish. It's oh, okay, noise. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, they have an EMP on the, on, on the ship, which they use yeah, at the yeah. last minute. But did you notice that not only does Keanu Reeves not know what an EMP is, he, he kind of questions what AI is as well in that scene earlier. <laughs> they say it only work for a like a yeah software like, company. I think it's like Morpheus is like oh AI and he goes artificial intelligence. Yeah, I, like I wonder though, if, if the if the robots don't let AI be oh. a thing in the Matrix in case they discover another AI that would Whoa. topple the motherfuckers. Mind blown. Or someone figures out that they're in a Matrix. Oh my yeah, god! That's it. Yeah. 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 But also going on in this scene is there's the big kind of a push of the. Cap. How do you keep a civilization at one point? <laughs> That's my question to you. Interesting. I don't know. Do they not keep resetting it? Isn't that said in a later film? Oh, as well? you might. Yes, be right. yes. They've reset it. I read this the other day. They've reset it six times. Isn't that because it cocked up though? Uh, like there was like a neo type. Yes, there was yeah, a neo the every they... six times. Yeah. 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 Yes, that is it. Yes, they keep resetting it. Yeah. Um, well, someone. I mean, wants... how do you stop like nine eleven and stuff like that happening? That's my question. Well, they, don't, they want it to happen, don't they? Don't Maybe they? it does. Yeah, yeah. they'd be all right. Because it's that whole thing about how he says, like, we gave you a utopia originally and you rejected it, so we had to make the world. Yeah. And what about, like, the humans just decide to have, like, World War Three, Or they have wars anyway, probably, and, like, they're just killing off, like, well, the batteries. Reset it then, wouldn't you, again? And Yeah, because I think, I think the idea is the past is because they've kind of got predefined parameters for it, haven't they? Mm. Like, mm. I bet leaders, world leaders aren't... Are uh, robots, aren't they? Yeah, they're, they're, yeah like, I mean. they're like agents. So they're like going through the motions yeah. of like, okay, now we do this, now we do that. And it's just yeah. the drones. Like they live, I suppose, isn't yeah. it? Like where you, yeah. You know, that, yeah. You've just, yeah, you've fixed it. <laughs> yeah. <Good>. Damn! <laughs> <laughs> but what about people like David Icke? Because <laughs> well, they're like, really woken up. They really know that yeah. the, they know the reality. Yeah. They're the... They just flush them, they'd flush them down the tube, yeah. wouldn't they? They'd just yeah. be like, all right. But, yeah, there's yeah. a David Icke in reality, though, so maybe... <laughs> or are we in the Matrix? I don't yeah. know. Uh. Well, that's what um, Thingy thinks, isn't it? That um, Elon Musk. Does he think we're in the what? Matrix? Yeah, he, he thinks that... Um, what was it? Something happened that 
And he was like, "This for this to happen, we must be in a simulation. Oh, God. Show me what that was. Uh, hang on. Uh, the chance we're not living in a simulation is one in billions, says Elon Musk. We're not uh, living in a civilization. No, that we are in a simulation. Oh, all right. The strongest argument is that 40 years ago we had Pong, two rectangles and a dot. That's where we were. Now, 40 years later, we have photorealistic 3D simulations of millions of people playing simultaneously and it's getting better every year. And soon we'll have virtuality. If you assume any rate of improvement at all, then the games will become indistinguishable from reality. What's that going to do with simulation? That's weird. Well, it's, it's, go, it's going to the argument there as it's similar to, like, if we met aliens, it'd be almost uh, certain that they wouldn't be biological. Mm. Yeah, because... Exists. Even if the speed of those advancements dropped yeah. by a thousand, we would still be moving forward at an intense speed relative to the age of life. Mm. Since that would lead to games that would be indistinguishable from reality, it would seem to follow the odds that we're in base reality is one in billions. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Because basically everything eventually would get yes. to the stage yeah, where yeah. we could do this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's yeah. what you mean. Yeah. Because in the whole length of time, like yeah. we've only been mucking around with computers for like 50 years. Yeah. Mm. Man, this episode's scary. Well, <laughs> someone who doesn't want to be in the Matrix is the character Cypher. And uh, I think again, no, he wants to be in the Matrix. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Well, yeah. Okay. You threw me with your big uh, AI thing. Anyway, he likes he likes okay. his steak too much. Yes. And I think again, this it is does a... look like a good steak, and he has got a good argument. <laughs> well, this is the thing, and I think this is a good again another big plus on this film is the scenes before that. He makes a few little comments, doesn't he, to Neo, like, "Oh, I must be real pressure being the one," and all this stuff. And then literally you see that he's a traitor very, very quickly afterwards. It doesn't hold it back. It doesn't let that be in the final act or anything. It just kind of gets all that out there pretty early on. Um, that he's basically trying to screw over everyone so that he can be put back in and forget so it all. So presumably he was bought out of the Matrix because he, he's he got the uh, yeah. connections, hasn't he? So he's had he can remember a time where... Yeah, he's been out for nine years. Yeah. Uh, and he hates it. And he wants to go back in, and he's willing to betray everyone to do it. Um, See, in like game theory, there's no, you know, he's talking about. Oh, can they reset him to be like, mm. yeah, you know, rich yeah, and yeah. not remember a thing? There's no evidence that they've got the technology to do that. But he doesn't know if they're lying, and he won't know when they when he wakes up and he's yeah. just been flushed down the well, tube, that, will he? So yeah, it's not it's not very good game theory, is no, it? No, no. Um, there's also the good scene where Mouse is talking about the food and stuff, um, mm. and he says about our like chicken tasting and everything. And did you know that um, the, the thing he talks about is tasty wheat, which is my quote at the beginning. But uh, mm. in the German version, they replaced the word tasty wheat with sex crispies. <laughs> <laughs> wow! So there you go. Don't know why, but yeah, it just did. Sex crispies. Sex crispies. Um, and maybe there's an, in German the same word for sex is basically the setup. Maybe it, it's got no. Differentiation, you know what I mean? Maybe German. You know, Germans, sex Christmas is probably just the thing they have yeah. to eat, isn't it? Yeah, Maybe to be honest. German yeah. listeners can confirm this one for us. But uh, yeah. uh, yes, Mouse quotes that thing to deny our own impulses is to deny the very thing that makes us human, uh, which is from uh, Bertrand Russell, that quote. Apparently, um, in German, the actual clinical term for the activity of sex is it's a massive word. It's like fucking, it's got about <laughs> 10 syllables to it. So it's obviously that's what's happened there. They have to say sex Christmas, is that what yeah. you're saying? Geschlecht Svirkherr. Anyway, carry on. And then we move into we move into the next part, part eight: a bald kid bending a spoon. Uh, where they're off to see the oracle, aren't they? So yeah. basically, you know, Neo 
isn't sure if he's the one. Morpheus thinks he's the one. They go to see the Oracle, who's this uh, kind of middle-aged black woman who's baking and smoking. Um, and, uh, and did you notice what was on the TV in the uh, in the room? Yeah, the rabbits. Yeah, Night of the Lepers. What the heck was going on there? Why were they all watching? Oh, is it? Yeah, they're watching Night of the Lepers. I don't know why. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's really weird. Um, and he goes in that is room. It, is it because they're Aussie or New Zealand or something? I don't know. Oh, no, it's American, is it? Actually? Yeah, it's a really yeah. weird. It's not like a cool reference, up is it? It's cheap like, one. But yeah, there's all those. This is the worst bit of the film for me. Well, yes, there's all these little kids. Well, it's got children in it, hasn't it, Sam? There's all these little well, yeah, kids in there who are displaying these powers <laughs> that are far beyond what what Neo can do. I mean, way, way beyond. Did they say that they were the other? Like, yeah, yeah, the, they're the. You know, they might be the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why hasn't taken any of them? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, and then there's this, this big kind of bit of dialogue, and it's a bit. I'm not sure about this bit either, to be honest. We said I, I think that this is the other bit that they took from this film for the sequels. Is this Oracle bullshit, mm. isn't it? Yeah, it's it's rubbish. I mean, it, and why are the kids dressed like little Buddhists and stuff as well? What's yeah, going on? Yeah, no, and I, I, and I can see why this bit is in the film because you almost need at this point for Neo to because he's so doubting himself and it's all going a bit wrong. You need him to think he isn't the one to be the one. You know, it's that whole thing, isn't it? But I don't really like the Oracle character. I think it's a bit of a stupid character. I don't mind why, it in this film. In I Matrix? think there's just enough sort of... No, she's like a program, isn't she? Mm, is she? So she's, a, she's not a human? No. Oh. No, she's like a, a rogue program. Oh. I think that's what they had to oh, explain yeah, it in the... Oh, yeah, different actor, isn't it, in the yeah. next films, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, okay. And they, like, she reset died. her or something. Oh, or okay. something. Yeah. Uh, basically, I think there's just enough bullshit in this one. Like in the other two, it goes way off the bullshit yes. scale no, I as agree far with as what there. they're talking about. There's yeah, just yeah. enough in this yeah, one. It's no, fine. I agree. No, I agree with <laughs> yeah. you all that. I'm not saying this is, uh, but I'm with Sam on this. I think this is a weak moment in the film. I think this bit of the film is a little bit lame. I don't like it. It's also the kind of love interest is played that the whole will they won't they with Trinity and Neo, which yeah. is uh, I'm not sure about all that. But anyway, anyway. Um, we're moved to part... It doesn't last long, does it, though? No, no, no. It's a short scene, and I can see why it's there. Yeah. Uh, we move to part nine, Whoa, Deja Vu, where um, on the, they're on their way back, and Keanu sees a cat, and he sees a cat again, and you get him going, oh, that's funny. Just saw the cat twice, and they're like, whoa, and they all freak out, and it's like, oh, whoa, whoa Deja Vu, because Deja Vu means they're resetting the Matrix, and some shit's going down, and there's it basically goes crazy. There's the police. That mouse guy pulls out those guns that are insane, but don't do anything for some reason, doesn't he? They're just um, what are they? They're like desert eagles. They're in, no, he's got those two huge things with the, the clips around his arm, and he's like shooting. Oh right, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. But then he gets killed. Um, it's a you know big, the deja vu bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Since the Matrix, do you like always things to say yeah. to the Matrix when you say Deja yeah, Vu? I do. Yeah. It's actually entered yeah. the dictionary. Yeah. Glitch. Well, has it? Yeah. What, has a glitch in the Matrix? Like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, well. And that's the, that's the sign of a great idea, yeah. isn't it? That it gets true. that lodged in your brain that you, yeah. you, know, you, you use it every day. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's true. Deja Vu. Yeah. yeah. But everyone, so they, they, uh, the, the Oracle has said that Morpheus believes... I prefer disturbance in the force, but carry on. <laughs> <laughs> um... The Oracle has said that Morpheus believes in Neo so much he'll sacrifice himself and that Neo must decide to sacrifice himself. So lots of sacrificing. Anyway, at this point, shit goes wrong. Morpheus gets captured by Agent Smith. They manage to escape. It's a good fight where he's fighting with the agent and you can tell, like, even though Morpheus is so, like, strong and, uh, like, you've seen, you know, he's a... 
you know, he's a strong fighter and all mm. that, but he just gets mullered. Yeah. So. And I quite like that shot down the shaft of the with the plumbing where it's just black yeah. on either side. It's great. Yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah, a really yeah. arty shot for quite a mm, kind yeah. of boring moment. Mm. Yeah, just climbing. And there's a there's a great shot as well and they fly over the helicopter goes over the building mm. tower and they're sort of below it and it kind of pans up and over yeah. the thing. It looks I think that is directly from Ghost in the Shell, that shot though. Yes, probably. I think. You know, if they can anyway, change but, yeah. the matrix and like get rid of doors and windows and stuff, and yeah, mm. why don't if they want to pick anyone up, why don't they just like put a safe around someone? Mm. You know, like yeah. put like lead. Well, because I think the idea again is that, that, that these people will be able to get out, wouldn't they? They'd be able to not the safe wouldn't be able to stop them. Mm. I don't know. It is. I think you can't really think about it too much, can you? Because it is so. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll she that kind of thing, isn't it? I'm, well, I'm clutching at straws. <laughs> no, no. Well, I've got. Well, we're moved to part ten where everything goes wrong. But anyway, it's this again. We get a kind of good. This is where they kind of really they really push the character of Smith here, don't they? Because you've got mm. Smith and he, there's the other two agents who are obviously a lot. But you've more. also got uh, Cipher tried to double cross. Oh yeah, sorry. Right? Cipher tries to double cross everyone. Sorry. Yes, you're right, Chris. I'm I'm missing some plot here. Cipher tries and to kills, double cross. Kills uh, kills the crew them, he? quite horribly. Yeah. No, he just. He murders them, them doesn't gun, he? That gun's pretty cool, isn't it? Like, yeah. But it's quite horrible the way... It is quite good, that line where he says, you know, mm. all I do here is unplug them, but you have to watch them die. That's quite a good line. Not like, like this. Not like this. Not like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But Cypher gets his, because Tank's still alive, takes him out. Meanwhile, so they get out the Matrix, it's all fine. Uh, but meanwhile, Smith has Morpheus. He's going to torture him. Uh, gives him this truth serum, or whatever it is, to try and get him to admit the... The uh, password to Zion. Uh, Zion. Terrible idea. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks, sequels. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, but this is quite, I think this is the point where you kind of get really get Hugo on full form because the other two agents leave that, leave him alone, don't they? And then he does that yeah. thing, that classic kind of um, action film thing where he takes his glasses off and he unplugs his little ear thing. And he just mm. does these big speeches about how he thinks humans are disgusting and they're a virus and like. He just wants to get out. And he's always kind of unhinged, isn't he? I mean, what do you think of mm. Hugo's? I think he's really good in this. What do you think of Hugo in this? Right. It's good, isn't he? I love his voice. His voice is this kind of bland nothingness, but like, yes, yeah. it kind of almost, it's a that bit thing odd. again of where like they've, they've created an iconic villain, haven't they? Mm. Cause it's something not been done before that kind of yeah. FBI man gone bad kind in of thing. In the other films, like he, yeah, he goes rogue as well, right? Yeah, he does. He's back in the second one. Definitely. Isn't he? Cause he's not like, I'm sure that he isn't it the third one. The machines he's... don't control. He didn't work for the machines by the end of it, does he? In he's the third like, one, yeah, yeah. This, in the second one's that fight where there's like hundreds of yeah, them. That's, I mean, that, yeah, that's. I thought that was stupid. in this. Yeah, yeah. And then he, that's when he kind of like dies mm. in quotation marks, yeah. isn't it? And then he comes back. I think you're right. As like a rogue. Yeah. A rogue and then program. his psyche gets put into a human in oh. the third one as well, right? Is it? I yeah, remember that. I can't remember. But you get a lot of uh, you get a lot of stuff about, like say, like you've already mentioned, they they created the Matrix once and it was a utopia, but we we rebelled against that because we we can't handle that. Um, and this is where they say that they basically they they created the Matrix to be the kind of nadir of the of human evolution. And I think this is literally, and I know they didn't do this deliberately, but I think this is one of the saving graces of this film because the question has the Matrix dated is irrelevant. Because mm-hmm. in a way it is set in 1999, it doesn't yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter 
that 1999 yeah. looks 1999 those flip phones look stupid now yeah. you know everyone's sung all this and by stuff. definition the it has to stay still it is like, yeah it's... it's a period film because it's set then because that's when they've made the matrix mm. which is actually in retrospect very clever because the film doesn't really date in a way and the way. production design of the future parts mm. is done in such a clever way yes yeah. in like it's sort of that shabby yeah. like mechanical um it's really well done, the ship hmm. interior and like the, their computers and things. I think yeah. it's quite... Because it is ageless in the way it's, yeah. it is. But my question yeah. to you is, right, if you were the hmm. AI in the Matrix, so hmm. you could create the Matrix to enslave the human civilization, hmm. what period, what would you... I mean, I think Chris has already answered this. What period of time would you choose to kind of enslave everyone under? Because I think you've already answered this, Chris. What you would do is kind of have now, but have like giant robots and more obvious kind of things to keep well no in, in i mean check. really you'd want them all to be like the pyramids peasants people wouldn't you because See, all they need to do is in the real world is it live yeah See, this is what i've said and, chris i thought about this right i've said medieval times because there's yeah. a distinct class structure all the kings could be like programs yeah. there are no robots or science or computers so if you did ever get out you'd freak out so much because you're a medieval serf so you mm. wouldn't understand what a spaceship is. So it, it just would be yeah. useless. What do you reckon? And, the, mm. you, and it also it reduces, like, because communi- there's no communication, yeah. world communication. Yeah. It reduces the their ability to what do you reckon? A, uh, what do you reckon? Is that, have I cracked it? Have I solved the computer's problem? I think that's where they went wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon what you do yeah. is... You know how they all like make them as productive as possible in terms of like uh, as a battery. Mm. Mm. You'd work out all the conditions that would make them as efficient as possible, all the stimulation you need to mm. get them as happy as possible. Mm. Like in terms of you know everything they need, and then you just make a very small simulation for each one of them Ooh. where all those stimuluses are hit all the time necessarily. Uh, so they're mm. not they're going to enjoy themselves, have they necessarily? But no. if they're if they're trapped in a way that, like, so every time they try own... and die, they're shocked back alive or something like that. So, we're all in so then a personal one. You're reducing. Well, no, no. Like everyone's got this. It's just something that would appeal to like a base human, mm. but uses less processing power because all this is wasted. Like if they're trying to make an efficient mm. farm, yeah. you don't give a cow like a million hoops to jump through. You give it a bit of grass. Yeah. So. Like, you don't give a human a whole world. You give them, like, a tiny room with just the things that are there to stop them from killing themselves or... Mm. Yeah, you're saying... it's a bit brutal. Yeah, I think... Well, that's film, why you could have but... a medieval world, like, in reality, like, where it was but lots of to... small communities. Yeah, but that's, like, a human thinking, because yeah. uh, to a robot, why would a robot care about a medieval world? No. They wouldn't, or no. any world. They'd just be like, give them enough stimulation to keep the brain going, keep them feeding and alive, and, you know, a, a baby's brain... I don't know, there's a bit of light and a bit of stimulus on its skin, like a feather or something on its skin, mm. you know. And mm. just do that on a minimum scale, no light, keep them mm. in a little room until they die. Well, yours is depressing, but probably accurate. Whereas, <laughs> whereas well, me, yeah, I mean, you just keep them all in a coma. There's no real need to have a networked exactly. like, no. thing at all, no. really, right? No. no. But it'd be a much worse film. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and also, yet again, The Matrix is... Uh... It'd be good if there were, like, different zones, like Westworld, yeah. and Neo could go into, like, a different yeah. zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, there was some, like, tra- like experimental zones that they were trying to get more power off people, so they well, were you know they're doing... trying to... 
they're not trying to re- reboot the Matrix, oh, aren't they? Oh, God. Really? And I think a good idea for that be that they literally, there was the robots rebooting it and they did choose a different time period. Yeah. Wouldn't it? That'd be a good yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah, that would work. It? That would be more interesting at least. Making a medieval film then or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, all this talking at, that we have done and the film has done, again, cleverly, right now we move to part 11, crazy action, action crazy, where mm. basically, this is again the bit everyone remembers, Neo says, I'm going to go back in there and save Morpheus. So he's chosen the path where he may die, but he saves Morpheus. Trinity says, you're not going alone. She goes with him. They say, what do you need? Guns, lots of guns. They get the guns. And then you get that massively brilliant sequence to the Propelhead song where they just shoot the shit out of that, like, that room, which but is that just pro- lobby. That Propelhead song is the thing that dates this film or anything, I think. You think? think? Mm. Oh, I, like, I still yeah. like it's that awful. song. It's awful. I uh, I didn't mind. It looks that. amazing. It looks so I'd good, much rather though. have the soundtrack over it. And I love the way they just drop the guns when they when they finish shooting them. They just drop them on the floor. I love that. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, brilliant. Because that's almost like a and all the, all game. The, the concrete, like plaster chipping off everywhere. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's brilliant. It just goes on for so long, and then yeah. they go on the roof, and there's a mad fight scene on the roof, and that's where we get the bullet time kind of move, don't we? Where he does the well, the first the agent yeah. does that weird splitting one. And then Neo does that kind of the, the famous backwards, you know, bullet time thing. Um, mm. And oh, yeah, and then Morpheus breaks out and they, oh, okay, they get a helicopter and God, what else happens? I mean, it's a great, that helicopter yeah. crash, you know, it's, it's like, yeah, it's epic. Helicopter really, crashes, it? Neo grabs onto the rope, manages to mm. pull her free, tanks like, mm. he's the one, it's all true. Uh, mm. and they go to go out uh, but then we're in part 12 uh, Rage Against the Machine which is <laughs> um, basically just as they're about to get out you've got what, what we've kind of all been waiting for which is is that you know, Morpheus gets out Trinity gets out but now it's Agent Smith versus Neo Smith v Neo Smith v Neo and no one they've said isn't it no one has ever gone up against an agent and won yeah and yeah it's a pretty good fight, isn't it? Again, it's a pretty. It looks great. It's still, I love how there's that sort of tension between in the real world mm. they're being attacked and they can oh, yeah, use the it, EMP. Yep, yeah, yeah, yep, yep. They've got the EMP. So yeah, it's, it's a kind a of perfect, ticking. It's a perfect scenario, like in tension wise. And it's great. A, it's yeah. a great. It's a great fight. It's a great end. And then you kind the, of the, the bit with the guns when they the chambers are empty. You know, he's like. Yep. Mm. you're out of bullets and they jump so at each you. other yeah you know oh, it's brilliant I mean I would say I mean it's as you've already said Ghost in the Shell I mean obviously there's a lot of John Woo in this there's a yeah, lot of yeah. uh, a lot of any manga kind of Akira like Theodore Rex uh, a lot of Theodore Rex <laughs> there's a lot of um, uh, William Gibson uh, Philip K. Oh, Dick yes, yeah. I mean there's a lot of yeah. things this references but as we've just said Lawnmower Man Lawnmower Man um, <laughs> But as we've said, it did actually, it's gone on then to create its own things enough. There are enough original ideas in this on top. Yeah, definitely. That make yeah. this a, a, you know, completely, don't they? They make this its own thing. It's not just a, a rehashing, as it were, is it at all? No, not at all. And no, I think no, it's no. quite blatant about its influences in a positive way. I think way. the first level of Max Payne was in a tube station like that fight. In the- Most of the game was, yeah, yeah like that it thing. Was great. Yeah, yeah. Fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. And then. You get basically the the ending, which is a pretty cool ending, which is the only bit about the oracle. The oracle bit I liked. Neo dies, uh, but then I I never noticed before. But the oracle says, "You're not the one. Maybe in your next life." So that's the point. That's why he dies. 
Do you know what I mean? Mm. So I was like, oh, yeah. okay, I'd never noticed that before. I was quite happy. For, I was quite happy I worked that out this time. Um, <laughs> so he comes back to life and he's just fucking super powerful. Uh, he stops everyone's bullets. He does that really cool, like, slow-mo martial arts thing. And then he dives into Smith, explodes out of him. And, yeah, we just get that kind of, that very last shot where you get the voiceover. That makes sense. Oh, he's all powerful now, isn't he? He's yeah. doing a thing. Uh, yeah, and as, 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 as Sam said, you get that great last shot where he, he kind of does a big voiceover how he's coming for everyone and then... I'm coming to get you. Flies into the air, and air as Rage Against the Machine kicks off on the soundtrack, which is a great final song. And like, I would say. has there ever been like a, a, a franchise that is... Has such a fantastic like teaser end shot of like oh shit now I can fly and then just blown it so badly. No, as the Matrix does with the sequel. No, I don't think there has because it's such a cool ending, isn't it? You're like yes. oh wow, like now yeah. you can fly and you're like oh yeah, it's a brilliant it sh- ending. It should just be that. It's a yeah. brilliant. What did we all think overall then? Because I'm feeling that everyone was pretty positive. Chris, what was your overall thoughts with the Matrix? Yeah, great. I think the pacing of it is perfect. Like it's just it ticks along at a perfect sort of click. Mm. Yeah. Um, did you think it was yeah. dated? Did you think the effects and stuff looked bad, or do you think they just still look good? Or no, for me, I think the only thing it dates it in my mind is for the reason I said, like because of the era it came out, we were a certain age, mm. and it had really like tapped into that in term, you know, that sort of teenage, yeah, what's wrong with the world sort of thing. But I wouldn't say it's dated. Date it's sort of more nostalgia. Mm. Nostalgia. Yeah. But, no, I agree. Um, yeah. What do you think, Sam? And you're right. Because of the era oh, it's set and things like that, I don't see it as dating. No. Like, it's not. Yeah. No. And I think yeah. the effects stood up. I mean, I didn't. none of the effects looked bad to me. They all looked no. pretty good to me. The, the, the bendy spoon with the Buddhist kid was yeah. the only effect. I was like, this is a bit yeah, maybe. awful. Yeah. 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 What was your overall then, Sam? Was overall, were you happy to watch it again? Did you? Did... Yeah. I mean, I was kind of... I was expecting to be very disappointed because mm. I thought it's going to be dated. Having like um, since the Matrix, you know, grown up and read a lot of Gibson mm. and done a, done a bit of a philosophy degree, and you know, like got into Ghost in the Shell and like all the things that influences. I like those sorts of things. Mm. I expected to find this very hokey and like nonsense, but really, like you say, it's very obvious that it's influences, but is telling a story that isn't those influences mm. it, it you know it's it's not afraid to go yeah we've ripped off all these theories but we've put it in this very late 90s package that isn't aged but it's of its time mm. in a way that's really good and really sort of yeah. you know like a that like the gun fetish mm. and the martial arts <clears throat> excuse me and the look of it and all this sort of stuff is very much its own thing mm. which got ripped off a lot and Really, like that's what a film. Any no films in isolation of its influences. Yeah, and this is sort of the best case scenario of taking that and making something iconic and new with it. And yeah, I thought it was incredible. Yeah. I, I'm going to watch it more recently than ten years ago. Yeah, definitely. definitely. No, no, no. I think was, there's something uh, positive in the sense that we've had some pretty deep conversations just by talking mm. to the themes about this film. It's pretty, and it was such yeah. a big film at the time. I mean, mm. totally. That that's and a lot of those things. Le- like, the, next time that happened, I think was like. Inception or like a Nolan film, maybe I don't mm. know when that happened yeah. again. That sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of these things that I have read and experienced afterward is because of this film, like this, turned me on to a lot of that kind of yeah. concept of it. Definitely, yeah, that's a good a good thing. Yeah, I agree. Um, the only thing I'll say is the soundtrack, which is really good, the the, the score, mm. but it is. Have you ever heard Philip Glass's soundtrack to um, 
I don't know, I can't, I'm probably saying this wrong. Kyanis yeah, Stassi, yeah, you know yeah, that? Yeah. Pru Igo, it's used in a lot of trailers. Mm. And this is so much a rip-off of that, mm. isn't it? Like, yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. M- massively rip-off of it. It's a good score, like though. It is a good score. Oh, it's a great though, score. Yeah, just, just very good. strange to hear how much it is that kind of glass, Steve Reich sort of mm. minimalist, mm. da 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 sort of thing. Mm. But it was still good, though. But yeah, yeah. Just, it was a weird thing to realise, like, oh, shit, yeah, this is a complete rip-off as well. Yeah. But, Anyway, Alex, what was your... No, and I agree with what everyone said. And also, I think it is thoroughly entertaining. Like, there's... I think that Chris is bang on. It's, there's just enough of the, the talking, just enough of the the heavy stuff, uh, not hmm. too much where the others, the sequels went wrong. I think there's just enough in there to be interesting and to be thought-provoking. But it, but next thing you know, there's something blowing up or there's some cool fighting or... Like, it, it just... It really powers through. I mean, it's a long film, but it didn't feel long to me at all i mean i just enjoyed yeah. all of it it was just all really enjoyable um it's long but like how, how many parts do you have for your work what talk got to, you to 11 bit? parts i went into about 11 yeah, you, 11 parts like normally you have three or four there's a yeah. hell of a lot packed into it isn't there oh yeah yeah loads like, it gets through so much ground yeah, and a lot yeah. and all character i mean i think every character in there is pretty well developed reasonably i mean the ones that all just die it doesn't matter but you know the main characters are all very well yeah. You know, yeah, you're right. You've got an iconic villain there. I think Morpheus is a great character. Trinity's interesting. Neo is just Keanu, but in a good way. You know, it's it's it yeah. plays on. It's very well cast. You're right, and it plays on Keanu's strengths very well. No, and, and I really, 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 yeah, I enjoyed it way more than I thought I was going to. I really did. I'm I'm with you. I thought I'd put it on and just be like, oh my god, how could I have ever liked this? Like, oh my god, but not at all. No, not at all. Um, but where does it go? Where is it going to be ranked? Who's going to go first? For me, I'd say number three. <gasps> number three. So Aliens, Jurassic Park, The Matrix. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Because it a lot of these films high up that we've returned to and uh, are trading on nostalgia in a way that this had nostalgia working against it in the mm. sense that we all thought it was going to be worse but actually it was better. In the same way of Die Darko, when we watched that, remember we thought that yeah. would be awful, True. but actually, True. given space, True. it was really good. So, yeah. Chris, what do you think? I was going to put it slightly lower than that, but the thing is, I find with these top-end films here, they're all kind of interchangeable for me mm. in different ways. So, I, you know, I take some solace that, you know, you know, Jurassic Park isn't top because it's, yeah. You know, they're all brilliant films. They're, yeah. yeah, they're yeah. all brilliant films. We're getting it. This is the very mm. high altitude. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Sort of no, I agree. But you agree it deserves to be up there in that yes. company. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, I'd probably rewatch it. I'd rewatch it more than Predator and Star Wars and Robocop, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think no. I think you're right. It deserves to be in this top ten. Again, I agree with Chris. I think all these films here are just brilliant films, and you know, yeah, it doesn't really matter where they are. They're all just great. Um, I love Predator, but is this better than Predator? I think maybe because uh, everything it does is so. I think it, it scores on so many more levels. Probably if scores on a few more levels than Predator. So I mean, a much more sophisticated yeah, story. Yeah, 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 and more iconic. I mean, Predator's iconic to me, but how iconic Predator is it? Predator is kind of that? perfect, isn't it? Though, yeah, <laughs> it is. But this has got more heavyweight stuff in it that Predator doesn't even touch on. And as a science fiction film, this is, and it does. Predator doesn't really create a world, whereas this does create almost two worlds. Mm. 
thing is, I would watch Predator before. Watch, I'd watch Predator right now. I would watch The Matrix right now. Number four, then? You've only know. just watched The Matrix, though. Well, I didn't watch Predator that long ago. Mm. Mm. I mean, I'm not saying rewatchability is the be-all and end-all, because I wouldn't no, rewatch no, no, no. Star no. Wars all the time. It's no. just... I think the benef- the you know the pros for a matrix are very 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 strong compared to yeah. these uh well know, I think, and what you're saying it's base it's perfect predator in a lot of ways it's very base well I just think it's I think it's important to have these like it's true this is subject, aiming a lot higher subject isn't it? matter and yeah. they've aimed high and they've hit it that's the mm. that's the amazing thing yeah that's yeah. the and totally. also, I think Sam... And also, like, as well as aiming high... Sorry, Alex, in, in, aiming high in that sort of sense. But it's also, like, a well-made, well-shot... Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. ...well-created film, isn't it? Like, it, technically, it's it's superb, mm. isn't it? Yeah, mm. yeah. As well, yeah. which is yeah. another achievement. And also, Sam, yeah, I think, I think you're yeah. forgetting that you've already put Predator in to be rewatched next year. That's true. So I actually true. think and, maybe this should be at three, because Predator's going to get another shot who anyway. made, The filmmakers who made The Matrix, uh, I mean, uh, did they come from nowhere? Like... Um, they it did. Uh, was it Blood, Blood Simple? Bound. Is that them? Bound. Is Bound. Them. That's it. Yeah. So basically, it's a good, good film, isn't it? Yeah. They. Yeah. yeah it's. They pitched this to Joel Silver, and he was a bit like, "Man, it's a bit too. You, I can't really. You know, you have not made anything. I can't really let you have this now." And then they went and made Bound, and that did hmm. really well on quite a low budget. Joe, what's his face, is in that. Uh, and because of that, the, the the studio was happy to trust them with something this big. Uh, and also the other thing is that they um, a lot of people didn't get the script. So what they did was they had a load of storyboards commissioned. And when they went in to pitch, they showed people the storyboards. And once people saw some of the stuff, they were just like, yeah, do it. Like, that looks amazing. So I think that I find that I think it. it would be difficult to pitch the Matrix. Yeah. Because, oh, yeah. you know, it's a very pedestrian world in some ways, mm. like, to mm. visually. Well, it sounds pretentious as well, and it, and it, and it isn't. Yes, it does, yeah. It, I think a pitch would sound pretentious, like the other two are And also, people, but... you know, we're in the area, <laughs> era where you're, it's all based on a technological computerised thing, mm. which not everyone was on that page. No, no, that's true, yeah. But also, it's one of those rare Obviously, things uh, as well, where, like, the studio not being in, that into it is probably benef- mm, benefit yes. the film. Because if you think of their output after it, yeah, like yeah. I know you love Speed Racer, Alex. Oh, I do. I think that's an awful film. Yep. Uh, Jupiter <laughs> Ascending, Cloud Atlas. Yeah. Like, um, what the V Vendetta? They're all very flawed films yeah. where they've also got too much control, haven't they? Yeah. And like, mm. this is obviously the sweet, sweet spot. Or the sequels as well. Like, mm. there's another prime yeah. example yeah. Yeah, where... Yeah. Give them a blank check and they go and make a, you know... This is the Ridley, this is Alien for Ridley Scott. You know, this is... Yeah, the, totally. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's the intersection of talent and... Uh, what's the word? Timing. Not, um, restraint. Yeah. Obscurity as well, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of someone there going, no, you can't do this. You've got to rein this in, but then working mm. within it yeah. correctly. Yeah, no, it's... Yeah. In a way that Alien 3 is for uh, oh, David Fincher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's in at number we'll three. That. that is a pretty... Yeah, that's, It was a yeah. big film, and it weighs in at, in a big number, which is number three. Mm. Should we uh, go to the past to see what's next week? Let's do it. Okay. Hello again. We are back from the past. Uh, it's another big film this week. Mm. Uh, another big 4K release. Another big film. It's uh, 1995's... Wet, uh, not Westworld. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Wet World. <laughs> wet World. It's 1995's Water World. It should have been called Wet World. Uh, wet World. It should, yeah. Kevin Costner's uh, epic classic. Mm. So, have we all seen Westworld? Water, Water World. World. 
<laughs> Sorry, Waterworld. Have you all yes. seen Waterworld? Yeah. Yes, we have. Yeah. How re- how recently? A long time Not- ago. Uh, I think yeah. I may have seen this at the cinema, maybe. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then not... I think again. I saw it, like, a couple of years ago. Wow. Oh, okay. I think, yeah, I think it was on TV or something. I quite like it. But... Right. Uh, the future, no. and everything's wet. Yeah, the future. Basically, the ice caps have melted, and the world has become a water world, mm. you might say. Kevin Costner plays the Mariner, who uh, is a lone drifter who trades commodities across these outposts in the sea. Um, and he comes into conflict with Dennis right. Hopper as the deacon and his town. And it's sort of like a Wild West film. It's kind of like a retelling of um, what's first spaghetti western... Um, oh, yeah, like... Fistful yeah. uh, of Dollars yeah. or... Fistful of Dollars, yeah. yeah. It's a bit like that, hmm. really. Yeah, yeah, it's a water yeah. western. A fistful um, of fish. I mean, famously, like, a huge flop, but it actually made money. So I don't know why it gets that, hmm. um, um, you know, moniker. There's a lot of worse films, uh, in terms of box office, anyway. Let's watch a trailer for Waterworld. And the oceans rose. Centuries later, few people remain on this planet once called Earth. Among them, a man who still searches. A woman who still... I remember quite enjoying that as a kid. Like, it wasn't... You know, I'd never turn it off. No. So, it'd be interesting to see what it's like mm, as an adult. Yeah. Yeah. Big, huge release. That's like, well, I sent you the details. It's four discs, isn't it? It's four... Three versions of the film. Yeah. Why? Uh, yeah, a lot... Did you say why? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a good question. Well, yeah, we were asking that a little bit, but uh, we don't know why. But yeah, there's there's three different versions. Uh, yeah, isn't one like a three and a half hour cut as well? Like yeah, loads of extra stuff in it. Yeah, yeah. And somewhat one of them said something about banned material, and I don't know what that means. But uh, anyway, we'll find out. I'll get more Do you details. Remember his webbed feet? Yeah, remember his webbed feet. Oh, he's really grossed me out. His webbed feet did. <laughs> but... Didn't have gills. Right, well, that's ears. next week. Yeah, he has got those buttons. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So join us next week for a look at Waterworld. Thank you very much. Bye bye. So there you go. Bye-bye. Next week is. Waterworld. Mm. Another big one. For different reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Another perfect movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you very much, everyone. There's no news, is there? There's no, no correspondence. That's what the Matrix should be. Waterworld. Like, if they kept humans <laughs> oh, in the world. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. Oh, no, but it, it, actually the film as well. Not the world. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They're actually in the Kevin Costner film. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. That would be awful. Uh, well, we'll find about. Like, they were like fun robots, yeah. They kept like changing the film, like oh, let's put them in like it's a wonderful life. Let's put them in, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, like all Just different films. Them. Yeah, that'd be quite. Yeah, good. yeah. There you go. Well, if they're rebooting it, they can try some of those ideas. Yeah. Who knows? Well, thank you very much. We'll see you all next week. Goodbye, Chris. Yeah. Bye. Goodbye, Sam. Goodbye. Oh, bye, 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 bye. bye. bye.